Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Actions apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Flip on a dime and get it going, guys. Get hot or maybe drop another guy to an injury and kind of going, wow, man, this is uh, pretty tough. But, you know, we're not hanging our head. We're not thinking we're not any good. We, we know we can play. We just, we're playing with guys that we're not, you know, that, that haven't been a part of the combination combination that got us, you know, 30, 30 wins coming into the night. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, normally broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios, but instead we are up here at Bradford Marine and ATV in Springdale, part of the Ranger and Mercury April Spring Fling sales event. And uh, looking forward to having Lev Bradford back on with us here in about half an hour. He'll tell us more about the great stuff they have going on here, not only at Bradford Marine and ATV in Springdale, but across all the state of Arkansas with their six locations. So uh, it's been a great show thus far. And again, broadcasting from a boat, it can't get much better than that, as uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it too. But we know uh, we'll have some more NFL draft talk this segment and getting into uh, the first-round picks and continuing on with the first round, but we know also with uh, Razorback Baseball going down tonight, starting against Texas A&M, they're really going to try to bounce back and uh, stop bleeding a little bit. Four straight losses for the Razorbacks, and Texas A&M comes to town on what will be a little chilly, a little cloudy, a little rainy type of game, but let's get a little bit of an idea of what to expect out of the Texas A&M Aggies as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Travis Brown to the College Station Eagle. And Travis, as always, we appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, can't complain. I think for once our, our weather down here is a little bit better as, as of late. Y'all, uh, y'all sounds like a little stormy up there. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. It seems like Arkansas has yet to have a really nice weekend of baseball when they have the home game. So I, I don't know if that's a bad omen or what. But uh, we do know that they're going to try to bounce back. And as far as uh, what's been going on uh, with Arkansas, and they start off strong and uh, was leading the West, but getting swept by Georgia was pretty rough. They've had injuries, but for A and M. Uh, they're a team that obviously had some high expectations. Go to the College World Series last year. They're sitting at 25 and 16, as well as 9 and 9 in conference play. And this is a tough division. But just kind of give us a little bit of an idea of what has been going on with A&M so far this season. And is this about what you expected out of the team, or do you expect a little bit more than what you've seen? I think I expected a little bit more. I think that uh, the the hitting once they got Brett Minnick back into the lineup and he was injured for most of the first half of the season, the the, the hitting has been exactly where I thought it would be. It's, it's a great hitting lineup. I think there was some questions on who was going to step up and, and fill in that starting rotation, and the answer was absolutely no one. They they have had some real pitching struggles, uh, even from Nathan Detmer, who was their one returning uh, starter from last year and was poised to have a, a big season this year. Um, they, they really have not had any consistency on the mound, uh, have not been able to find anybody who really – resembles a starting pitcher and uh it it's it's cost them uh this season a lot and and you know this is a league where if you're a, no matter how good you are you're going to give up a home run here then because the hitters are just so good in the sec but the problem with some of you know the nathan detmers and a few of these guys is that they they put on a, a few guys with walks or batters and then that solo shot becomes a three-run homer and and that's what's really buried them at times this season so uh, they're going to live and die through the rest of the season by their starting pitching, and if they can 
uh, get them some quality innings and get them later into the uh, the game. And if not, it, it's going to be a, a quick exit for them in the postseason. Texas A&M has had some uh, winning streaks this season. They've had some losing streaks. They're currently on a two-game losing streak, and Arkansas is on a four-game losing streak. And so both these teams are looking to bounce back, so to speak. But uh, as far as a series, w- what series would you say that Texas A&M played their best so far this season? It might have been the last one against Kentucky because uh, probably the, the – I mean, it is the highest-rated uh, series they've had as far as RPI goes. Kentucky was number one coming into that, and they actually uh, got enough starting pitching that their 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 potent offense was able to um, hold serve through those games and, and get them some wins. Uh, Kentucky has been a team that, that's been streaking through the first half of, of the season, and you probably have to point back and say that that was – as much as there was still issues in those games, uh, it was probably as close to a complete game as they put a series as they put up uh, the season. Travis, it's also interesting anytime it's pitching's involved, and we know Arkansas has dealt with their injuries. And tonight, Hunter Holland's going to be going for the Razorbacks. Looks like uh, uh, Troy Wanting's going to be going for uh, Texas A&M. But neither teams have announced past tonight. So, from the A&M perspective, do you have an idea of what they'll be looking at, or has it been kind of a thing where, hey, you, you won't know until the day of, and they've been trying to just find whatever can work as far as their pitching rotation goes? Yeah, probably the worst ERA of any pitcher they've had this season is TBD, uh, because he's, that, that, that arm's thrown a lot this year. Uh, they, they know that Troy Wansing is going to throw, like you mentioned, at night. They know that Nathan Detmer is going to throw. It just was going to depend on what day they were going to slot Detmer. And then the other uh, game is going to be uh, a matter of what the bullpen looks like and, and who they feel is, is the most comfortable to, to slot in there and how the, the series has gone. I would expect Detmer to throw tomorrow uh, and then um, uh, PBD to go, to go Sunday. Uh, Detmer, I, they said they wanted to he, – he hasn't really gotten consistent uh, midweek pins with how – won't the A&M schedule has been, and so they wanted to get him in the pen yesterday uh, and work on a few things. That's why they pushed him back a day and, and brought Troy Wansing in. But Troy Wansing is, is an interesting case. He was a guy that brought him from Purdue in the transfer portal and uh, was expecting him to slot right into the starting rotation, and he, he had a, a an okay start to the season as, as the lefty arm in the rotation, but um, got rocked at Tennessee, uh, issued a lot of walks, and, and uh, after that series, fell out of the weekend rotation, got a couple spot starts in the midweek and, and was just awful. Uh, but they said he continued to improve and continued to, to look good in his midweek practice bullpens. And so they said, well, they, they were kept safe in him. And, and he had a good, uh, a solid enough outing against uh, Kentucky that he, he still uh, gave up nine hits and five runs, but it was enough that the A and a bat could overcome that. And he went six innings, which... Uh, A&M pitchers going over uh, four or five innings this season, starting pitchers, has been a, a rarity. Um, Troy Wanting is actually the last starting pitcher who has a, a win as a starting pitcher, and that was March 11th. A starting pitcher for A&M hasn't recorded a win since March 11th. So um, beyond that, they might go with uh, Justin Lampkin. They also, I think the best option that they had in the against Missouri was to go with a, an opener, maybe like a Josh Stewart or a Brandon Garcia, and come back with Evan Oshenbeck, who's been their best arm. He's a, a, a you know high 80 fastball lefty with a good curveball, uh, two pitch mix. So he's not really necessarily going to be effective as a starter. But when you can get a guy through the order once and bring him in, he has a six and zero record and he's been a and best pitcher. So that could be an option as well. Or You'll probably see if one thing gets rocked early or issues a lot of walks early, Austin that's going to be the guy that comes in on Friday. Who are some of the key players from an offensive standpoint in the A&M lineup? Uh, Brett Minnick has been the, the, the biggest key. He, uh, he was one of the guys that came back from that College World Series team. He may have had an opportunity to go pro last year, uh, but decided against it and uh, uh decided to come back. Uh, we wanted to be healthy, and ironically enough, he tried sliding into first base the first game of the season and broke his hand uh, was out until the, the Texas midweek game early in the about six weeks later. And so he was able to slot right back in and, and just mash the ball. 
Uh, he's moved up and now is hitting uh, in the four hole for, for the Aggies, and, and he has definitely got to look at look out for. Jace Laviolette's freshman, uh, decent average, but uh, biggest power numbers on the team. He can he can really smash the ball. And then Hunter Haas is another guy to look out for. Uh, he's probably the most consistent hitter for average for the Aggies this season, but he injured his hand in that Kentucky series and was held out of the midweek game uh, against um, uh, whoever they played on Tuesday. It's been it's been a a, a, a minute. Oh, San Houston State. Uh, against San Houston State, and uh, uh, he is a uh, a guy that they're probably thinking will get back into the lineup, but uh, missed the game. So we'll see how that affects his swing. Well, Travis, before we let you get out of here, just how you view this uh, series. It's uh, it's an interesting one for both teams. Of course, coming in a little bit hobbled and losing some games, but uh, do you feel like this is one that Texas A&M takes care of business, or uh, do you feel like it's uh, going to be a tough one for them to overcome Arkansas at home? You know, it's two teams that haven't necessarily hit the ball well this season, but I think Arkansas is a little bit of the edge of the pitching. So with an edge in the pitching and the home field advantage, you probably have to lean towards Arkansas taking the series. But again, it's going to go completely on how a and starting pitching goes. And if they're already in a five- or six-run hole, um, first two, three innings in, into the game, um, sometimes that's just even too much for a really potent offense to, to overcome. But they, they are streaking through SEC right now. I believe they'd be going for their fifth uh, series win, if they uh, consecutive win, if they were to win this one. So kind of the, the mold of what they did last year. Um, but it's all going to come down to a and pitching. If, if, if it's uh, been starting pitching, if it can give them a few quality innings to, to get deeper into the game. Travis, we know that uh, A&M is taking on Arkansas on the road, but one of those home traditions that they have is after wins, they shoot bubbles. Where does that come from? So it's, uh, it's actually when they uh, score runs, uh, anytime a run crosses the plate. And it was, I want to say, in about the 2015 season, just one of those goofy uh, dugout things that baseball players like to do to, to keep the keep, keep up from the monotony of the season. They, someone got a bubble machine and put it in the dugout. When a run crossed the plate, they uh, fired up the bubbles and it spread into the stands. And now you'll see just about every fan that comes into the stadium bringing in a bubble gun or a bubble machine or a bottle of bubbles. And so anytime a run crosses the plate, they, they fire off the bubbles. And it, it's a pretty cool little, little sight to see uh, around Bluebell Park. Well, certainly unique. I'll give them that, no doubt about it. But uh, it should be a great one between these two teams. Travis, really, really appreciate you joining us, man. Great stuff. Enjoy the uh, rest of baseball season, dude, and we'll all be catching up with you later down the road, all right? Sure thing, guys. Anytime. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was uh, Travis Brown of the College Station Eagle. Join us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Online. wanted to say that's not the weirdest thing that Texas A&M does with their traditions. but That, that one is actually really cool. Yeah, it's unique. It's a... Uh, it's one to where, you know, just like in – baseball's been something like that with college baseball especially, you know, uh, you know with the bubbles and everything. It's like, ah, oh, well, that's weird. But the thing about it, it's like Arkansas's got uh, a guy with that holds a potato sign outside, you know, and then they, uh, they'd have the chant out in the hog pen uh, that they'll end up doing. And, uh, you know, they got little different uh, calls and everything that they'll do. they got the beers on heads that they do. But so baseball's just kind of where it's like everyone's got their own little unique thing, and it's almost like the – the wackier, the crazier, the more fun and unique that it makes it. So, yeah. And I always did uh, wanted to know where that came from. So now we know. Just, uh, I guess, you can allow bubble machines. You can just bring them in as a fan. Just bring <laughs> them in there and uh, and set them up and start blowing some bubbles there, too. So but we appreciate Travis coming on with us. Uh, we got about, uh, about eight minutes before we uh, take our next break. And I know we've been uh, trying to go through our uh, NFL draft here on the, on the show because we know the first round coming up. Uh, tonight is uh, going to be uh, really exciting to see how it all plays out. And, of course, uh, we were able to get through, I guess, just the uh, the first seven picks uh, for uh, for uh, the NFL, or at least uh, the Raiders yeah, we didn't get seven. to. So we're at seven picks now. So uh, so the Vegas Raiders, keep wanting to call the, the, the Oakland Raiders, but the Vegas Raiders and seeing what they need, what, uh, what, what are they going to go with in this one? Yeah, the Raiders, uh, they may go defense also, so... We just had a DB off the board to the Detroit Lions. 
And let's go DB again with Christian Gonzalez going to the Raiders. Okay, okay. And then he's the uh, well, he's the defensive back. Where's he from? Oregon. Oregon. That's right, Oregon. So uh, yeah, he's he's been a, a, you know one of those players that it's like you don't hear about him, and then when you start seeing his highlights and seeing what he was able to do, it's like you can see why people are thinking highly of him being a top ten pick as well. He intercepts a lot of balls, and as a DB, that's always you know it's cool to see the pass breakups, but. A DB that gets a lot of interceptions, that's what you want to see. You want to see those guys putting the team in position to succeed there. Now you have the Atlanta Falcons with the number eight pick, which they're a fascinating team because we know uh, with the quarterback situation there, uh, you know, they've, they've got a young guy there too, and uh, they've had some ups and downs, and, you know, they're trying to get uh, a roster to be built. But uh, do they start to try to go more of the offensive route for what they've been trying to do, or do they go more defense as well? Let's give him a pass rusher. Let's give okay. him Lucas Vaness from Iowa. Okay, Lucas Vaness from Iowa. Because uh, uh, is Felipe Frank still like as, as a quarterback listed as a quarterback on their roster right now? No, he's a tight end. Okay, I didn't know if uh, uh, if he was just one of one like the, an athlete, you know, as they call it in recruiting, where it's like, hey, we'll play whatever. But uh, he's still at least on the team, which is still good for him. I mean, I think that's awesome that uh, he's still finding a way to be on a roster for an NFL team, even if it's at a different position that he started at too. Uh, all right, so with number nine, the Chicago Bears, which, you know, they've, uh, they were uh, pretty disappointing this past year. But, hey, they got Justin Fields, so that's great. They got at least a quarterback. Don't have to worry about that position right here. This is where Jalen Carter goes. Okay. Jalen Carter goes to the Bears because at this point, you can't just let that talent just keep going down the board. So now uh, let's get Jalen Carter to Chicago and they sold a lot. They had a wholesale on their defense and some of their good defensive players. They let them all go. Now bring in a good defensive player to get it restarted and get that cycle going again. Jalen Carter to the Chicago Bears. I mean, the Bears got to have a great defensive player, uh, or at least multiple ones. It's kind of what they're known for, and that's their M.O. So uh, rounding out the number 10 pick, though, for the top 10, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's right, the, the pick that <laughs> happened to be to the uh, Super Bowl runner-up. Uh, team to uh, so they're in they're in great position for that where uh, I guess they got it via new, the New Orleans Saints but if you're a Super Bowl runner up it feels like there's only so much you can do in the draft but what route do they want to go in that Bijan Robinson Ooh. for the Philadelphia Eagles now they've had a really good running attack and uh, you know they still have Jalen Hurts but it's been kind of running back by committee but now how about go ahead and get your running back you know for that window of three to four years and make him the guy and you don't have to pay big money for him but let's add to their rushing attack and give him B. John Robinson and if anything else he'll be a great pusher for Jalen Hurts on those uh, short yardage situations there too behind uh, behind the quarterback so alright he can definitely be that yeah he's big enough to for sure uh, so now another one's the Tennessee Titans which is another interesting team because uh, we know last year uh, it was Traylon Burks' rookie season and you know, there was, uh, they felt like they had some pieces in place to, to really make another run. And now uh, they're going to be trying to mix it up a little bit and try to get back into the swing of things. I've seen a lot of people think that they're going to take another wide receiver. But what do you think they actually end up doing at this 11th pick? Yeah, um, there's a thought that they could take another receiver. There's also a thought that they could take another quarterback, mm. which Malik Willis, they took him last year. And uh, why would you follow that up by taking another quarterback this year? But we've seen stranger things happen, and we are going to give the Tennessee Titans Anthony Richardson. Okay, so the second QB, or the third QB, that's third QB taken off the board, right? Yep. Yeah, so Anthony Richardson to the Tennessee Titans. Now, that would be fascinating to see with all the athletes that they have, especially on the offensive side. You know, Derrick Henry, of course, Traylon Burks, and uh, I can't forget uh, Kyle Phillips there, too. Uh, that would be a pretty nasty-looking offense that's very young as well. Uh, next up is the Houston Texans once again, as uh, they have a pick via Cleveland. So, Joe, you mentioned about them uh, going a different route in the beginning. So do you feel like this is where they decide to go with the quarterback route with number 12? This is where the Texans go with the quarterback, and they are going to take Will Levis mm. at number 12. So now they got a good defensive player in Will Anderson. And they come back, and they get a quarterback, Will Levis. They get the two Wills. Wills. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the second and 12th pick overall. That's a deal to where you can build around both of those guys offensively and defensively. So that would that would be huge, and I think that that'd be something that would excite Texans fans about the possible future. Now, the 13th pick is the Green Bay Packers. I really hope they take a wide receiver just because it'd be funny after Aaron Rodgers finally leaves that they go that route. But uh, they may decide to to do something a little bit different. Yeah, um, I think they are going to take that receiver this time around. All right. Jackson Smith and Jigba. There you go. He's the best receiver on the board there. So the Packers, they want to get some weapons around their young quarterback in Jordan Love. So they take Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's what I'm hoping for. Just for the the, the trolling part of it to just, you know, know people are going to want to know the reactions to Aaron Rodgers and then finally taking a wide receiver there in the first round. So that'll be, that'll be gorgeous. And then uh, with the 14th pick, the New England Patriots, a uh, team that uh, is just in a, such a tough division. Nobody really knows who the best team is or who the worst team is because it's all going to be so competitive. But they've always done a pretty good job when it comes to their draft picks. So they go offense or defense with them. They're going to go somewhere that they usually go, and uh, they stack that roster with tight ends. They're going to take the best tight end on the board, Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Mm. So going the tight end route, which they've all, like, you know, and I hate to use the tight end you thing, but Patriots have had a lot of great tight ends come through there, and Hunter Henry's there right now, too. So uh, that'd be a nice little duo there at the tight end position. Uh, and then the 15th pick, the New York Jets. How about that? So they already got Aaron Rodgers. And I'll say that uh, when I was just looking at what the, I wanted the Jets to do, I want them to go offensive line. I want protection as much as possible. And I always really like Broderick Jones, uh, the offensive tackle from Georgia. Because I felt like, uh, you know, anytime you can get a great player from George, it's always great. But offensive linemen, they've had some injuries, some guys to the to the roster. But I want them to build up that protection as much as possible for Aaron Rodgers. So I would say Roger Jones is the guy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good pick. Uh, Washington Commanders coming up next. There's a need for DB. And uh, they may be taking a legacy player here, Joey Porter Jr. Mm, the quarterback, and- right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. His dad played for the Steelers. The Steelers picked next at 17, but the Commanders come in and get JPJ, and then they take him away from the Steelers. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be pretty disappointing because it feels like it would all be too good. But, hey, that's the way the NFL draft goes. We'll have some more picks as the show goes on as we're broadcasting live from Bradford Marine and ATV here in Springdale. We're going to have Lev join us again on the other side of the break. So we'll continue to talk about the great deals that they have going on here, as well as all of their six statewide locations with Bradford Marine and ATV. Stay with us, folks. More Out of Bounds coming up next. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is Sports Center. Arkansas point guard Darian Ford has entered the transfer portal. The Magnolia native and two-time Gatorade Arkansas Player of the Year played in 21 games this year, totaling 80 minutes on the season. Arkansas baseball will get back to action and eyes. They are set to host Texas A&M for a three-game series. Hunter Holland will get the start for Arkansas. He's 6-2 on the season with a 3.4 ERA. First pitch is set for 7 p.m. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. The Arkansas Travelers had their game postponed yesterday due to weather. They're set to play tonight at 6.35. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And there will be one NBA playoff game tonight as the Celtics will try to eliminate the Hawks up 3-2. Tip is set for 7.30. Coverage can be seen on TNT. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the Sunday Buzz with Bill Vickery. Sunday is 10 to noon, presented by Local Insurance Services, Inc. Unsure if your medical coverage is right for you, recently lost, or had a change in health care coverage? Local Insurance Services, Inc. is here to help you with no-cost policy review. You can find them on the web under localinsuranceservicesinc.com. Hey folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus our location in Russellville, folks. I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars. The best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. 
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. The party starts tonight, and the weekend is here. Karaoke at 9 p.m. every Thursday night, only at Brewskies. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Yes, we've got Bear on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I want to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they are real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. For the past 20 years, Home for Healing has offered support to parents of NICU infants, cancer patients and their caregivers, and families with a loved one in ICU. On Friday, April 28th, they'll be hosting a golf tournament at the Country Club of Arkansas in Maumel. This year, Chris Johnson will be honored as Volunteer of the Year at the tournament. Go to homeforhealing.org to sign up your team for the Home for Healing Golf Tournament presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka at the Country Club of Arkansas. And tune in to the buzz on the 28th as The Zone will be broadcasting live thanks to Arkansas Urology. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Josenberger leads at first with one away. Reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Josenberger taking off, hit high in the air, and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back, leaps up at the wall, and it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 103.7 The Buzz. Broadcasting live from Bradford Marine and ATV here in Springdale. And once again, being joined by Lev Bradford, who is kind enough to uh, grace with his presence, not just once, but twice today, man. It's going great with it. How about that? Man, glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's fun because, you know, we've been, of course, talking about how uh, fast the show has flown by. But I think it's got something to do with just us being on a boat, you know, when it's just a little bit more enjoyable and hanging out here with all these uh not only great boats, but ATVs, side by sides. I mean, everything right here on the on the on the floor is just uh, it's awesome to be around. Well, you're not in a metal chair. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Big yeah. difference. Yeah, no metal chair there, man. So, well, I, I guess the biggest news that I've got, I got off the conference call earlier today, right, right when y'all show started, and and our Tahoe T16 and our Tahoe T18 just got thrown onto the Inflation Buster program, which is at the end of the day. Extra discounts, less money to go have uh, fun on the water this summer. So, uh, uh, more details to come, but uh, uh, big news: uh, maybe two to four thousand dollars in extra savings. Nice money there. So, um, looking forward to that and getting ready for a good summer. And w- what type of boat are we talking about with the Tahoe? The, the Tahoe is going to be our runabout. It's going to be uh, the T16 stands for 16 and a half foot boat. Comes with a 75 horsepower. Uh, we have a, a ski pile on on it, and I mean it's just that it's that entry level boat 
for that family start, starting out wanting to get on the water with their family or friends or whatever you know it's a six passenger boat you know you know take some tubes and have fun entry level price you know you can see if you like boating uh and it's just a it's a great entry level first time boat buyer uh, a small family you know you need eight or nine people that's not the boat for you we can go up to the t18 which is going to be 18 and a half foot boat with a 115 on it give you a little bit more room a little more power you know pull multiple f- tubes and things of that nature just same boat just 16 and 18 foot and and um you know the 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 16 footer is going to be, for the most part, just a little over 20 grand. The 18 footer will will be in your high 20s. So, nice affordable boat. It's a boat, motor, and trailer. Yeah, because that was the thing that uh, I was actually leading into my next question. Because if somebody who is like, you know what, uh, this is my year. I want to get on the water, but I have never driven a boat before in my life. I don't even know where to start and everything. You guys got a great staff that'll probably be able to help them out, but. Obviously, you got some good starter boats too for those that are trying to get on the water for the first time too. Sure, I, you know we we sell a lot of people uh, boats throughout their whole boating career, and the life of a boater will start small, and then as their family grows, will get bigger, and then you know the 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 the, the kids come and they got to have friends, and you might go to a pontoon boat, you might flip back to a deck boat. You know, and then you, then your grandchildren start coming, then you start the whole process over again. So there's multiple types of boats depending on what you're doing in your family life cycle, and obviously we can help you out with all that. What's the top selling pontoon boat that you have here in uh, in the store? Uh, that's going to be the Sun Tracker, and it's going to be the fishing version or the party barge version, our 20 footer uh, trailerable pontoon boat, and th- that by far is our best selling. Length is that 20 foot category. It's you can haul 10 people on it, and at the same time, we'll have a one uh, 115 or or a 90 on the 20 footer, and the 115 on the 22 footer. Those are our two most popular models, and uh, we got all those in stock and ready to roll. These chairs we are in right now, you can sit in them or you can lay back. Yeah, and then you have uh, some that are uh, the captain seats. That's right. They, I mean, just a really good looking boat and really comfortable. Yeah, th- thank you. Uh, and we have uh, electric bimini tops on these things, so you can hit a button and the top goes down. And j- just you know, nice, nice features and, and comfort. You want to get get in the sun, let your top down. You, you want to get out of the sun? Well, hit the button and and, and, and go up with it. So uh, just just a just a you know great uh, fun with your family. It's one of the true things that the family does together. Uh, you, you know, guys go play golf, women go play tennis, and vice versa. But the family goes boating. So if you're looking for something to do with your family, I, I, I highly recommend giving it a shot. Well, you're obviously a big boat guy. I know. You know about a little bit about boats, as we know. So what, what's your preference? Like, what's your boat? What's your type of deal that you like? Personally? Well, I, I, uh, me and my son, we fish. Yeah. So we have a bass boat, and then we actually have a, a, a family boat. We have the exact boat they're sitting on right now. The Regency 230 LE3 Sports. So we've got this exact boat that we use uh, in the summer. And then um, my daughter has a, a pontoon boat, an old pontoon boat. So she dings it up. It's no big deal. So uh, we got two pontoons, a fishing boat, and a, and a couple of watercraft that, that we use. So uh, those those are our 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 fun. Yeah, yeah I can understand it too. And uh, I was curious about it since. Uh, you know, with again, because boats just fascinate me. One thing that uh, my buddy who has a boat took him a while to figure out exactly how to like store it and what to do with it and everything no too. So, as a boating guy and expert to yourself, what it, what is the ways to do it? Because I know that you can do it in different ways, but some of them will cost more than others. No, no, no doubt. So, uh, a lot of our boats are trailable, and eighty percent of the people that buy from us are going to buy a trailer. So. Uh, they will either keep it at their house or they'll keep it in storage close to their lake, you know, to where they're driving their vehicle over, hooking up their boat, going to the boat ramp, dropping it in like that. You have a lot of people that will go to Washita, DeGray. If it's a pontoon boat, they'll rent a slip and uh, leave it in the water uh, year-round. Uh, and then, you know, you got other folks that 
leave it at their lake house and, and it stays there or they'll bring it to us or vice versa. We store boats, but we only store through the winter. We do not have come and go, you know, go, go to the lake for the weekend and drop it off to us. We don't have that, but uh, as far as a storage, drop it off when you're not using it and keep it with us for three or four months and we're in a ready for it, we'll, we'll get it back for you. But there's stories like, you know, Lake Washita, uh, you know, up here in northwest Arkansas where we are now, all around Beaver Lake. There, there's storage facilities everywhere, and, and most people will keep their boat close to where they're going to use it, and, um, and a lot of the storage facilities do that. As far as ATVs and side-by-sides, uh, which do you prefer there? It seems like the traditional four-wheeler, mm-hmm. they're moving away from that, and it's more about the side-by-sides. Uh, ATVs are still popular, but it's more of an, an agility unit now. So, you know, throw it in the pickup truck. Uh, uh, a lot of farmers are using those to get from point A to point B from a working standpoint, looking at row crops, you know, checking their cotton, things of that nature. You know, uh, the, the workers are using those. And then from a side-by-side standpoint, that is where we're is certainly growing. And from that standpoint, that's what most people like. So, uh, but you know, but you got to have a trailer. You're not throwing a side by side in the back of the pickup truck. You yeah. know, so there's more to it. But you're able to throw the deer up in the back if you're deer hunting with it, and if you're duck hunting with it, you're able to throw your decoys and all that stuff in there. So, I mean, it, it, it's a the, the side by side is is certainly more popular now than an ATV. But but there are people that have both. Uh, you know, in 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 the woods. You know, if you're hunting in the woods, real tight thickets and things of that nature, that ATV actually turns and moves better in those woods. And you still have a lot of people that will will have a lot of them have both. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, if you're going to do one. Uh, you probably will go to a side-by-side. Yeah, because I've seen that some of them, of course, you know, with the trailer on the back and extra room, but then I have, like, those back there. I'm like, that looks like a, a just like a mixture between a dune buggy and then, like, a go-kart, you know? Like, so as a kid, I'm like, that's that's something that I would probably love doing because it looks like it got the sporty look to it, but uh, also just, again, looks like a beefy go-kart from over here, too. Yeah, yeah all right. So so in our Northwest Arkansas store up here in Springdale, th- those are the Maverick. Uh, that is the the... And it is. Uh, those are the ones that uh, the Can-Am uh, Maverick series. Uh, here in Oklahoma, we, we have a, a huge uh, dune uh, riding park not too far from here. And we sell a lot of the Can-Am Mavericks. And those are very, very popular here in this store. We sell them in all of our stores. But they have the suspension. Those things run 70 miles an hour, and you can hit a... 18 inch hole and you're not even going to know you hit the hole so uh very high performance uh over 200 horsepower and some of those things and it's all about suspension there and and uh rocket runs and races and and uh rock crawling and things of that nature is that's the maverick brand but in arkansas most of us are are hunting and fishing from the utility standpoint and that's going to be the can-am defender for sure how many seats in uh, some of the bigger side-by-sides? What's the max number? You'll seats? have two rows, and, and you'll put six people in in the in the, the, the max, the Defender max. Two rows, three in the front, three in the back. You can haul six people comfortably, and then they make a three-row seater, which is the smaller version of that, so you can put three people in it. Yeah, I'm looking at this one right here. It's just like it's almost getting to the point. It's almost the size of a, of a full-size vehicle. Yeah. I mean, it's Not, that big. Yeah, they are, but they are still tread lightly. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, that's the key is, is you know, yeah, that thing right there, it weighs 2,000 pounds. Wow. Uh, but it still treads lightly. It's designed to tread lightly in the woods and and everywhere you go. So, it, I mean, it still functions and is still much better. And it's designed for the money. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you take your $100,000 pickup truck and, and you go in... In, in three feet of uh, water and mud, and and you're you're in trouble. Or if you leave your hood up uh, on your automobile and it rains in there, your car is totaled, and <laughs> water gets inside your door, you're you're messed up. So that's where we come in to the to the to the the outdoors in regards to protecting and getting you from point A to point B, and we do it pretty daggum good job of it well you're always talking about selling fun here at bradford marine and atv and you got plenty of fun things to sell here that's for sure 
if 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 we can't find you some fun, there there's something wrong. <laughs> we, we got issues. We we need to talk. Yeah, that's right. Because it's a, it's great, and all six of their locations here in the state of Arkansas, folks, go and check them out. They got plenty of inventory as part of the Ranger and Mercury April Spring Fling sales event going on at Bradford Marine and ATV. You can also check them on out on on check them out online at BradfordMarine.com. Gonna take our final commercial break. We'll come back, close up shop, get ready for three and outs. Live from Bradford Marine and ATV here in Springdale. Stay with us. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Ready to join the Ranger family? Then come to the Ranger and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Save up to $5,000 on Inflation Buster discounts on the new Ranger 521R with Mercury 250 Pro XS with legendary Ranger trailer. Great financing. Buy today, take home today. Don't delay the Ranger and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now for a limited time at all Bradford Marine and ATV locations statewide. Your authorized Ranger dealer. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm Rex Nelson. As a native Arkansan, I take pride in our state's natural beauty. And as someone who has been in all 75 counties, I've seen how prevalent litter is across our state. It's time for people to clean up our state for those who live here and to enhance Arkansas's image for those wanting to visit. Let's clean up Arkansas. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to do your part and get involved. This message brought to you by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Claiming Social Security is one of the most important decisions you make in retirement. Join Genwell Financial Advisors May 16th at 6.30 at the Delta Hotel for an educational workshop that will guide you through factors to consider when deciding to claim Social Security. Reserve your spot now by visiting GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash Social Security. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Genwell Financial Advisors and IAA are separate entities from LPL Financial. Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch uh, making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this yeah, month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into, which will finish up our NFL first round draft. But real quick, a little breaking news as far as the NFL side of things go, as Lamar Jackson has officially re-signed with the Baltimore Ravens. He's going to stay as a Raven, five-year contract. Still waiting on the uh, extra details to come in, but uh, it's going to be having him as far as the Ravens up until the 2027 season. So with all the drama and all the entertainment and all the stuff going on with Lamar Jackson, he will be returning to Baltimore next year. How about the timing on that, right as the NFL draft is upon us? But this is why there weren't many teams that put an offer sheet out to Lamar because they felt like whatever offer they put out there, the Ravens were going to match it. And this is where we are, that he stays with the Ravens. So it was kind of expected that the Ravens, although you know it looked like they weren't necessarily – um, wanting Lamar or weren't doing things to keep him there. All along, they wanted to get a deal done. Yeah, and now it's uh, it's nice to see that uh, come to a close. In fact, uh, OBJ's already tweeted out that he's excited about uh, having Lamar Jackson being a part of the team once again yeah, next year. Of course he is. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that comes in handy for him. So, uh, But continuing on with our first round of the NFL draft, uh, the last pick we have, of course, was the Washington Commanders uh, to where uh, they decided to select Joey Porter Jr., in front of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers with the number 17 pick. Joe, I know that's your team. So uh, route, route through they go. They're uh, going to take a corner also, just like the Commanders did. They're going to go with Deontay Banks from Maryland. And there's a connection there. Mike Tomlin's son plays from Maryland. So he sees quite a bit of Maryland football. And Deontay Banks is one of the top corners in this draft. He's a guy that... Uh, he, he's a lockdown corner, and he gets a number of interceptions. So Steelers go with Deontay Banks. Hey, with the the way that I talked about the Bears and defense, same thing with the Steelers. you got to have great defensive players if you want to play for the Steelers, that's for sure. So 18, number 18 is once again the Detroit Lions. Uh, in this particular case, where, again, they're trying to build up their team and put them over the edge there in the NFC North, which, boy, that, didn't that get a little bit fun now that Aaron Rodgers is no longer there in Green Bay? So with Detroit and their second first-round pick, did they go the defensive side of the ball this time around? Detroit, they traded away their tight end last year, and they actually traded him in division. So they come back this year, and they take a tight end and Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. There you go, going the uh, tight end route for them. And then that leads us to the Tampa Bay Bucks. We know that they're not going to need a quarterback, obviously, because they have Baker Mayfield being their guy. But uh, they're yeah, trying to move. Yeah. He's, he's the answer. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's something. But uh, they're trying to move on, of course, from the Tom Brady era. So does Tampa Bay decide to go th- with a drafted quarterback? Or do they want to go a different direction to give Baker a little bit a uh, little bit of time here? Yeah, they're, they're not going to go with a quarterback, but... They are going to go offensive line here. They're going to go with Osiris Torrance from Florida. Mm, get some protection there for Baker. That's the way to do it. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, which, you know, hey, give them credit with the Geno Smith deal. A lot of people have kind of said, oh, man, without uh, Russell Wilson, you might be dead in the water. Well, they did a lot better last year than what the Denver Broncos did with Russell Wilson, and Geno Smith was their guy. So with Seattle... The route that they go, do they try to help out uh, Geno Smith surrounding him with some, or do they try to go the defensive route and try to bring a little bit of Legion of Boom back? They're going to go with Nolan Smith from Georgia. Great They're going to get yeah, a nice edge rusher there to add to that defense. Yeah, I really like Nolan Smith. Again, you can't go wrong with any of the Georgia players that you put in the mix there, too. The Los Angeles Chargers, another team that has a great young quarterback in Justin Herbert. Uh, and uh, people think that they may be trying to add some weapons to their roster on the offense. Do you agree they go offense? Yeah, uh, let's see what the Chargers... Chargers have a lot of needs. They have needs on the uh, offensive and defensive side of the ball, and they are going to go receiver here 
Jordan Addison mm. from USC. Mm. The pit player went going to USC and uh, arguably one of the best wide receivers out there in college football. The team we just talked about, Baltimore Ravens, they got Lamar Jackson back. They got OBJ on the team, and they had the 22 pick. Talk about defense. Did they go the defensive route? They usually do, but the Ravens are usually deep in the draft. They have a lot of picks. They're going to load up on some of these receivers. They're going to take Quentin Johnston from TCU. I think he's a very underrated wide receiver that not enough people are talking about, that's for sure. Minnesota Vikings, number 23. Another team trying to win that division now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the NFC North. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings. How about Hendon Hooker for the Minnesota Vikings? Like because it. Kirk Cousins, you know, no, you don't never know how much longer he's going to be around, and uh, he'll be able to learn from Kirk Cousins and Hendon Hooker. Uh, listen, Hendon Hooker was going to win the Heisman if he hadn't gotten hurt, so he's got a lot of skill set. I think that'd be a great pick for Minnesota. Jacksonville Jaguars, the playoff team from last year, came out of nowhere and starting to get some things going right now. So what do they need to do to build them and try to get them over the edge? Jags are going to go tackle. They're going to go... Let's see, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Uh, they listen. I love. Uh, I love what the game that Jacksonville's trying to play. They're always a team that's easy to root for, and uh, what they've been putting together over the past few seasons. And then twenty fifth overall, the New York Giants. Daniel Jones emerging, like what he's been doing. And of course, uh, with the new coaching regime, seems like they're going in the right direction. So, how do they build upon it? Okay, so the Giants, they're going to go offensive line, and they are going to go with Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. They're going to try to give Daniel Jones some protection. Dallas Cowboys, a team that everybody, or at least some, are interested here in the state of Arkansas. How do they uh, see their first-round pick playing out number 26? So the Cowboys, they want a tight end, and a couple of good ones are off the board. So let's send them in a different direction and say that they will go linebacker Jack Campbell. Mm, building that defense. And they got, to, again, got a good thing going for them. They got to take a next step, though. Buffalo Bills, number 27. One of the better teams in the country when it comes to their talent. So, how do they add to it? Yeah, Buffalo Bills, they get an edge rusher. They get Will McDonald. Mm. And uh, their defense was already good. So, it's even better. So, yeah, they're just going to keep adding. Cincinnati Bengals at number 28. Joe Burrow. How does he get help on offense? Or they go defense? Bengals go Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Yeah, yeah in Alabama. Is, is that the first Alabama player besides Bryce Young that's been taken in this first round? Yeah. Bad year for the Tide, obviously. Number 29, the Saints. How about back-to-back Bama players? Let's give them Brian Branch. That's a great one, too. I was wondering if he was going to get taken in the first round. Uh, number 30, Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl runner-up Phil- once again. Yeah, they, take, uh, they get another pick here in the draft. They're going to go with Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. They go offensive line. And then the final pick of the first round of the NFL draft. Yes, that's right, number 31 because the Rams don't have one. Kansas City Chiefs. What do the Super Bowl champions do? They take Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, receiver. They keep adding more weapons for Patrick Mahomes. Good, because they've been running out of weapons there at Kansas City. They need a little help there on the offensive side of the ball. So, but there you have it. There's first round of the NFL draft. Looking forward to it tonight. Should be a great one. And I'm sure that uh, everybody will be happy with their first round pick of their team. Really appreciate Bradford Marine ATV for having us out again, folks. Check them out online, BradfordMarine.com. All six locations here in the state of Arkansas. Boating season is here. Get in on the Ranger and Mercury April Spring Fling Sales event. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, live from Saracen Casino Resorts. Stay tuned, folks. Drive Time Sports coming up next. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your 